Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. And you are listening to the Moncrief Show on News Talk. 53106 is our text number that will cost you 30 cent. You can follow us on Twitter or send us an email to afternoon at newstalk.com. Now, today, some forests in Kent will become home to creatures who haven't lived there for thousands of years. They are Europe's largest mammal, the bison. But these particular bison are Irish, having been brawn and bred in Photo Wildlife Park. Sean McKeown is director of Photo. Good afternoon, Sean. Good afternoon, Sean. Uh, what does a bison look like? Uh, it looks like a rather large cow. Um, they can weigh up to over a ton. Um, big males, but, you know, they're quite large animals, but they, they look essentially like a cow. Right, okay. And and uh, do they make a noise? Do they moo like a cow or, or what do they do? Uh, more grunts. Uh, can moo. Uh, the, the, the bulls will call a lot more than, than cows, so um, they are not very vocal, no. Yeah, and uh, the, and uh, would they be much larger than a cow, say, if you uh, two of them were standing side by side? No, they're about the same size. Yeah, about the same size. There, um, but uh, they're they're sort of a dark reddish brown in colour, mm. um, and um, unlike the American bison, they're quite narrow because they're a forest bison. So that you know, typically they have lived in forests, while the American bison is a plain bison, is quite tubby and. Um, much rounder in shape. Right. And and to the Europe what happened to the European bison? Well the, the European bison was hunted to extinction. Um the last remaining animals were shot in the nineteen twenties. Um so they've been extinct for just really over a hundred years. Uh and now they've been reintroduced to a lot of uh, countries in continental Europe. We've been involved in transfers to Animals from Fota to Poland, to Romania, um, and northern Spain. And we have another scheduled transfer at the end of this month to Germany and then onwards to Azerbaijan for a reintroduction program there. Crikey, that's a lot of bison. Were they hunted just to be consumed, I assume? Uh, Partly to be consumed, but in winter they they have quite thick fur on on, on, uh, thick coats and they would have been apprised... to have in in you know a hundred two hundred years ago uh, to keep you warm. Uh, right, so they were hunted uh, 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 pretty much to to extinction. So that how do you one restart a breeding program for them? Well, um, actually, it was um, the after the Second World War. There were a number of, or, or even before the, the Second World War, um, the Nazi government in Germany had been trying to recreate the auroch, which was the European wild cattle, mm. um, using trying to crossbreed bison, European bison, with rare domestic breeds of cattle. Um, and they'd kept meticulous stud books on them. So there was a certain number of these in, in captivity, but a number in zoos as well. And between them, they, they had about 17, 18 founders to a population um, of European bison. So they've been bred... Um, basically, that stub book was kept going for you know the last uh, sixty, seventy years now, and um, they, the numbers have increased within Europe. There are some private breeders as well, um, but it's mainly uh, under a, a, a zoological breeding program called the European. It's called an EEP, which is a European Breeding and Management Program, um, which we have for many, many species and a growing number of species because there's a growing number of 
animals in the wild that are, are facing extinction. Mm. Is it relatively easy to get uh, to encourage uh, bison to breed with each other? Yes, yes, yeah. it, it's fairly simple. Um, you just put male, a male in with females, and you uh, nine months later you tend to get babies. <laughs> yes, all right. So, the, and you, God, you mentioned a lot of countries there, and as I, I, I said in the introduction, there, there, uh, um, two have arrived. Uh, in the UK now as well. The the apart from that, these were obviously were uh, were parts of Europe where bison originally lived. Do they have an ecological benefit by reintroducing them? Yes, they're really good at controlling forests. And uh, I just watched a video of them being released uh, earlier on today, um, and it's a, a very thick uh, birch forest. And what they will do is they'll control the the numbers of trees there, and they'll open up um, areas of uh, woodland that you know it's 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 doesn't have many trees in it so you'll get other plants and uh, it'll that'll increase the biodiversity so it it um they're good at controlling um habitats and making them more biodiverse and that's what they're there for to do mm. the you can see them in photo when we feed them um willow branches or um branches from other tree species they actually, the first thing they do, they don't eat the leaves. They'll go and they'll try and strip the bark off the off the branch. And um, that's what they do to trees in the wild. They're very good at doing that. And if they if they round, strip strip the bark around the tree, then that kills the tree. So um, in in that way, they can they can open forests up and have you know younger trees growing up and other other vegetation which supports other wildlife. Right, because that sounds counterintuitive because we're told we should have more trees and here are uh, creatures kind of actually controlling the numbers of trees. Yeah, yeah, but they're, you know, those trees fall and go into the ground and uh, um, that's how, you know, you get the soil building up and that's the sequestering carbon. Uh, when new trees grow up, they also they also harbour carbon as well. So they help it and, of course, the... the <laughs> Basically, the the bison are made of carbon as well. So <laughs> yeah. when they die, they they um, they also go into the ground to um, to help the, um, the 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 complete habitat form. And the two who were introduced uh, today is that all they'll need? Will will that be enough to kind of start you know to in time produce larger numbers of bison? Yeah, they will need, obviously need more. Um, they they are currently um, there were three females released into that area. There was a male from Germany um, who is not as well related to the to the animals that went from Fota. And there was another cow there from Kent in, in, in itself. There's a zoo in Kent in, that has European bison as well. So um, we tend to come together. There's a, there's a, there's a, um, a breeding program manager and he makes, makes recommendations as to which animals breed with which and even though there are over a thousand uh, bison in um, Poland, um, they they still need um, representatives from one particular founder, which is founder fourteen, and they've been selectively breeding some animals in zoos so that they can produce more um, a higher proportion of his or, or her um, genetic um, material so that that can go back. Um, to, to Poland and hopefully make it more diverse, even more diverse than it is. Mm, and are they a herd animal? Yes, they are. They were ground herds together. Um, we were lucky enough, or I was lucky enough to get to see 
uh, or to film a, a group of them in Romania, uh, where we had released them back in 2014. Uh, I think there were seven or eight animals released, uh, sorry, six plus two bulls, so uh, two females from us, two from uh, the zoo in Kent, and two from the Highland Wildlife Park. And um, by the time we were over in four years later, in 2018, um, there were 32. Wow. So they do they do quite well. Um, they and and that's with uh, bears and lynx and wolves in that habitat. So they 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 uh, actually fit well back into the, the habitats and and, and uh, make them function better. How are they towards people? Um, they can you know they'd be like grumpy like um, ordinary cows. You know. <laughs> <laughs> These are wild animals, so they're not yeah. they're not as friendly as your domestic cow. But yeah. um, like deer, I mean, the equivalent here would be um, red deer. Like in um, males, particularly during the the breeding season, during rushing season, would be you know quite aggressive, and you wouldn't approach them. So they're not. Uh, and it, it, the area that they're going into is is, is a fenced area. The, the, I think it's forty eight kilometers of or miles of fencing. Um, um, being fenced off and um, to to make you know, to keep them within an area so they're not going to wander too far. Yeah. And I suppose I, part of the irony is this, as I understand, bison were never native to Ireland. No, um, but they there weren't that many zoos breeding um, and Volta uh, decided in the, the late 1990s to start. start uh, um, we had a, a fair bit of land, so we were able to uh, provide a, a good habitat for them and... Uh, They've done very well, um, and we've been able to supply um, lots of, of bison for, for reintroduction programs. Yeah, and uh, as I understand, though, this was meant to happen some time ago, but Brexit uh, put a spanner yeah. in the works. Yeah, this originally was supposed to happen this time last year, um, but you know the movement of animals has been made more and more difficult with Brexit. Um, and in fact, we have had um, our biggest movement of animals in, in, in literally in the last... Uh, week or 10 days, um, the bison that were released went off on Friday morning um, and by ferry to the UK and were in Kent uh, Friday afternoon, so they um, Friday evening, uh, and then they were just released this morning. That is uh, so interesting. I assume if somebody visits a photo, though, they can see some bison. You have some bison of your own yeah. there to yeah, show. Oh, yeah, we, <laughs> we intend to maintain that herd for... Uh, until they they are uh, not required. I mean, bison twenty years ago were considered um, endangered, critically endangered, and in the wild because there were very few left, and uh, they only existed in Poland. But now, because of the numbers have grown so well, they're now only just considered vulnerable. So they're, um, you know, at some stage in the near future, we would hope that uh, there's enough in the wild that they'd actually, you know, not be considered threatened at all, and. Mm. Uh, there won't be any need for a program, and there won't be need necessary for for photo to have bison anymore. How are the animals doing in the heat today? Uh, they're doing quite well. Probably bison, European bison, would, would probably suffer more than than most from the heat. Uh, but they're used to that sort of heat on the continent anyway. Uh, we we only get about twenty five, twenty four, twenty five down here in photo. <laughs> <Yes. We'd, laughs> it's not as continental as <laughs> as, um, as as say the. UK or even the centre of Ireland, we yeah. we just don't get the heat, um, but we don't get the cold either. So we, we have a very mild climate, and and the word "photo" comes from 
Bodcha, which means warmer oil and moist oil. So it's 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 recognised as a as a, a fairly unusual climate even within Ireland. Mm. Sean, uh, lovely to talk to you today. That was Sean McKeown there, Director of Photo Wildlife Park. You are listening to the Moncrief Show on Newstalk. We'll take a break after that. TV on the radio. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm on Newstalk.